I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Are you ready for a Hyman Holocaust? <laughs> because these kids are. <laughs> and then some, let me tell you. This is the horniest so many... movie I've ever seen in my life. I'd forgotten how everyone in this movie is horny as hell. They're either really horny or really angry and yelling yeah. bizarre obscenities at each other like the whole time. <laughs> yes. And uh... Well, they're angry because they're hor- horny, I guess. Yeah, the, the repressed <laughs> angst of it all. Parts of this movie, I'm like, is this satirical or is this just how it was written? You know, it, it was this trying to be satirical. I know parts. It's like, hard obvious to tell. Parts are, but some, yeah, some sections. It's a, it's a totally very interesting slasher in that regard. That uh, clearly still kind of vibing on some of the scream stuff, but then also doing its own thing. And yeah, I was told that it was meant to be satirical, and then like the mm. director was like, no, we're gonna make it serious, and and then like some of the humor kind of got lost. That explains some of the, yeah, tonal shifts. Yeah. That, yeah. Because, like, uh, I do feel like if this film had been pitched maybe a little campier, it might be slightly better, I think, if it was yeah, a little more so rid- ridiculous. Because there are some lines in the film where I'm like, okay, if if they had played that differently, that would be really funny. But they kind of yeah, just, exactly. like, sneak past and you kind of forget about it and... Cause, it's like, true. Yeah, I, I forgot know. how many like great one-liners are in this, but mm-hmm. you're right. They just kind of zoom past them sometimes. It's yeah. like take the time to like acknowledge this, like and scream yeah. does. You know, it's, it's good stuff. You know, ever bother you? Ever bother you that you could die a virgin? Yeah, it's right up there with global warming. I'm like, like Jody, okay. Jody, girl. It was the '90s, so it's, it's fine. Yeah. Let's discuss how that line has not aged well. <laughs> no, it has not. <laughs> and this is like the first line out of our lead heroine's ma- mouth, and I'm like, oh, well, yeah. that's one way to introduce us. I'm like. <laughs> I hate you, Jody. But, but then it's Brittany it's Murphy, so you're Brittany like, Murphy, yeah. oh, never mind. I love you. I don't oh, care what I you think about global you. warming. <laughs> I have to love you and your Hot Topic attire and your little Mickey Mouse ears. And <laughs> I love that little cap that she, that she has has on. It's so For cute. For like two seconds. <laughs> it's yeah, so it's, cute. I, I, want, I wanted to wear it the whole movie. Yeah. And I love her her Bob hair haircut in this. It's like, it's yeah. very like, you know, Sally Bowles and Cabaret. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's like a little, little more angsty than like some of the Scream era stuff, or mm-hmm. like kind of reminds me of Disturbing Behavior a little bit, just in terms of that. like being a weird tone at times. Yeah. You know, it's it hasn't really quite settled into what it was trying to do. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of really interesting ideas there. And Definitely, when it does work. It actually works pretty well. It does. Um, I, the first half of the movie is actually fairly solid. I think pretty strong. The, the, yeah. When they started having to cut so much in the back half and everything, we'll get into the, the history. Oh yeah. Of this there's. Part, yeah. Oh, it was a long, sad, sad story. Uh, but before we do that, let's see if we have a topic of the week, shall do we? we? Do we have a topic? Let's spin that wheel. All right. All right. Well, the topic of the week is some of our all-time favorite slasher movie kills. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you, yeah. Le Wheel. I'm You're so glad she's, you have a... she's back from rehab. She looks so much yeah, better rested I know, and everything. I know. And after the plastic, plastic surgery <laughs> set in, great. she looks great. The Botox, yeah. It finally took. It's great. 
Yeah, she couldn't turn for a week because of the Botox, but now she's great and she spins just like new. It's great. She, she just looks months younger. You're going to be good at this because you did that whole series around Halloween that was like all the scares and kills and everything oh, else, right? All right, that, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I mean, slasher films are known for their their kills and uh, and there are some good ones i feel like the most well-known one the one that everyone loves is the sleeping bag kill from friday the 13th part <laughs> 7 and jason yeah, uh-huh. x it's just a crowd-pleasing yeah. <laughs> favorite because it you just don't expect it it's like he just picks her up from no. the bag hits her on the tree once and she's dead it's brilliant <laughs> it's really brilliant. except in jason jason x where he's just like pounding away <laughs> he hits it's her so on funny. the yeah. other on her friend who's who's in yes. the back and they're screaming it's so stupid. I love it. It's that that movie. Yeah, it's 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 something else. Yeah. Well, and then also in Jason X, you have the the cryogenic frozen head mm-hmm. that is smashed yeah. on the table, which is also kind of genius. <laughs> it's so bizarre. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good way to play with the whole space angle and all the futuristic stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're going to set something in space like that, you have to really commit to the bit, right? Yeah. And the score in that movie is so. Like, it's like a MIDI track, like someone just like playing this. It's so bad. Like, it's. <laughs> they were like, sorry, Harry, uh, we really want you to do the music for this. But um, our, the budget was kind of like, it all kind of went to like, you know, this special effects. So um, yeah, you have one yeah. Casio. Uh, have fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. It's... <laughs> How about another classic or at least modern classic? The Garage Door from Scream, right? Oh, well, of course. From of course. Dear Tatum, she's trying to get through that little doggy door, and she almost makes it, but her boobs are too big. And, she's uh, fighting so hard. Uh, she tries so hard, and you see that, like, prosthetic head just gets smashed. And God, that's uh, such a gnarly bit, though. It, I, the it effects is. in that film are actually really good. And it's another example where, like, they made you care about this character somewhat, so mm-hmm. it is kind of sad when she it's dies. It's really sad. And, uh, yeah. Uh, well, the raft scene in The Burning, I think, is one of the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. That was one of mine, too. That's so well, good. Yeah. It's just like you don't expect it. For First of all, it's broad no. day, daylight. And in, in most of these move, movies, most of the people tend to die at night. And it's a bunch of them. Like, it's like five, six people on this raft, and they're just floating on the water, and they see this M empty canoe and they're like oh let's go see what's in the canoe and Cropsy pops out with these garden shears and just takes them all out in like a span of 30 seconds it's like, 30 oh seconds my god they they don't have like a second to even respond it's just like no. what the fuck is happening it's it's, it's so nuts. crazy it's like one of the most brutal 30 seconds of all time it's yeah a great scene yeah, just all the 80 slashers. I mean, there's, there's so they many. got so creative with so many. It's uh, I mean, Nightmare, there's just a ton. The, uh, one of the ones I like a lot that doesn't get a lot of recognition, maybe because I was kind of a comic book nerd, is the one from uh, Five where he becomes the comic book. I love that one, uh, yeah. Villain, yeah. And it's he's fun. Like, uh, time to die, you scarred-faced <laughs> limp dick or whatever. I'm like, yes. Like Super Freddy. <laughs> yeah. I do like the ones in Five. I remember finding uh, Greta's death in Part Five kind of disturbing in a way especially mm-hmm. when i was a kid i was like that's really yeah. creepy and uh yeah. debbie when she's turned into a bug in part four i think is really great mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's so it's a good one too creepy. and poor yeah. sheila and uh, of of course uh part yeah. three has the puppet yeah, one mm-hmm. and yep. the one with all the, the all the dream needles ones, yeah. yeah i mean su- yeah. such creativity i mean th- this mm-hmm. franchise is so creative after we revisit all the chucky movies i think the one that's still sticks out in my mind is the one from Bride of Chucky where Tiffany takes the uh, wine bottle 
or was it the champagne oh, yeah, bottle frozen yeah. up to the ceiling the and hits all ceiling. that yeah. mirror and it all comes shattering down and in the water bed it's mixed with the water splashing. and yeah it's oh, so it's, good it's kind of like beautiful it's like artful it it's is like explosion of like water and glass and blood just in gore and, like, and yeah feathers i think like flying her. it's, it's so, so good and chucky just looks at her and he's like yes i love you i want to be with yes it's like recently i've really been impressed by the blender death in your next where she mm, smashes yeah. the bl- blender on the ki- killer's head and then turns it on and it like scrambles their brains how about our dear paris hilton and house of wax that's you know, a good one yeah pipe through the head and then they just kind of linger the camera there and even the killer takes the camera and he's like recording it and and then it goes uh, like through her head and it's like oh it's just it's nasty and i do like uh wade's death in that is his name wade wade where he's in the wax and his friend is trying to get get him out of it but it's like pulling his face off and it's oh stop pulling it yeah like this isn't helping dude that movie's so goofy and i love it i do too (laughs) coming soon from scream factory Mm -hmm. yeah what about uh, uh, Kristen Cloak's death in Final Destination? I just like how it's oh, all choreographed. And... It's like you think it's going to be one thing, and then it is, but then it turns into something else, yeah. and then it turns into something else, and then something else again. It's like, good Lord, what what's it going to yeah. take to kill her off? <laughs> yeah, and that was something that kind of continued throughout the franchise, but I think yeah. that was the first one where it was like really expertly kind of choreographed. Yeah. It's like death is a choreographer, I guess. Yeah. And, you know, it... If we're going to make the computer malfunction, spill the coffee on it, and the knives are going to come out, and the chair is going to fall, and it's just like and one thing. This too bad your house know. is on fire, too. Like, yeah, it just gets yeah. so ridiculous. We're, we're, it does, yeah. Whereas, like, most of the other deaths are just like, bang, you're dead, you know? This yeah. one is like, mm-hmm. it's protracted and just keeps going and going, and you're like, this poor woman, yeah. just let her die already. <laughs> Put through the ringer, yeah. <laughs> That's a good yeah. one. I mean, really, like all the Final Destination deaths are just pretty fantastic. Yeah. That that's yeah. wow. That franchise yeah. is I, something else. Yeah, I wouldn't even know where to, <laughs> yeah. where to start. There's so many. They're all great. It's like, yeah. <laughs> They're all great. Like that's kind of the point. That's why you go to see these movies. Yeah. I don't know if it counts as a slasher, but um, Tenebrae, the scene mm-hmm. where the axe comes through the window and chops off her hand. And she grabs the hand and like sprays the red blood on the white walls and like mm-hmm. it's like she's creating art with <laughs> with, yeah. with her wound. I'm like, good for you, girl. Good yeah, good for you. You, you uh, <laughs> really letting out your artistic side there. Yeah, it's like Murder by Jackson Pollock. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> also, you know, sort of not really a slasher, but kind of a slasher. Uh, the Pat's death in Suspiria. Just oh, that whole, I was gonna say, yeah. You know, that whole classic, opening you know? scene, like the first fifteen minutes of that movie, oh my god! Like I, yeah. I think the first time I saw that, I had to turn it off after that scene because I, I was like, this is too intense for me. I was like, whoa! It's fucked up. She gets like stabbed oh. repeatedly, like in her beating heart, and then god. wrapped in a cable and, and thrown through a through skylight. The, sky, and then the beautiful sky gets, skylight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. a shame they had to ruin that gorgeous skylight. <laughs> what about uh, Black Christmas, the glass unicorn? Mm-hmm. I think is so cool. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just like a glass yeah. unicorn? What? Like, it's like they just f- found this little tchotchke at, you know, the Dollar Tree, and we're like, this would make a great weapon in this movie that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And I admire that. Oh, My Bloody Valentine, the dryer kill, mm-hmm. I think is really cool. Because it's, cause it's, it, it's yeah. just mean. Because it's like this lady. She's like a middle-aged lady, and she seems super sweet. And mm-hmm. she's just, like, killed and stuffed into a dryer. 
until yeah. her skin just like fall falls off. It's really mean. Yeah, she didn't really deserve it. She but didn't. I do appreciate the ones like that that are just like so over the top mean yeah. that you just have to be like, well, this is they didn't really deserve that, but okay. Yeah, it's just like I did not expect like, that. Um, I guess you could argue she deserves this, but you know, Judy in Sleepaway Camp, it's like that's a oh, pretty God, yeah. wicked death <laughs> there. But the the one that always gets me in that in that film is the shower scene right before it with Meg mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. it's like they stab her in the back through the shower curtain and then they just yank the knife down and like split her back in half and like all the yeah. blood's flying out. I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh no. Yeah. I always freak out. That's ooh, nasty. It's true. Yeah. There is one in a movie called The Pool where mm-hmm. um, it's a water slide and this girl's going down the water slide and the killer decides to stick a machete up through the slide so she's like sliding down <laughs> and it just goes it's right creative. in between her legs and splits her in half it's i'm creative. like ow yeah. <laughs> looks yeah. really painful american psycho has some pretty good ones even though it's, it's really campy but like just where he, i like where he just hurls the chainsaw off the staircase and, yeah um to hit her down below yeah mm-hmm. oh god yeah and where he's just like chopping up Jared Leto, right? And just like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's great. It's great. Would single white female count? Because I love the stiletto to the eye. I find that very creative. <laughs> That's a good one. But not the dog kill because that's No. Oh, God. <laughs> no. That is a bridge too far. Yeah. Psycho 2, the Vera Miles death's death scene where she gets the knife mm. in the mouth and it comes out the back of her head. I can't believe how open she was to that. She's I like, know. let's just do it. You know, she's like, it's... this sounds fun. And it, <laughs> she's like, I think yeah. once again, it's so surprising, not just because she was a really big star, but also the fact yeah. that she's like a middle-aged woman and, and you're like, oh, she's going to get stabbed once and they'll cut away and it'll, it, it, it'll be classy. Oh no. It just goes right through her mouth and out the back. And she's just like twitching for a bit. And you're like, oh my God, yep. <laughs> this is brutal. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it's great. There's great. another great. scene great. like that in pe- Pieces that I like. The one on the mm-hmm. waterbed where there's a knife through the, the mouth and it's you just You ever done so it on weird. a waterbed? <laughs> the yeah. most beautiful thing in the world is smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> like, I believe you. I've never done it, but it sounds fun. I don't know. I mean, it sounds <laughs> like a random non sequitur they left in the film, but why not? It's, but it's great. Is every scene in that a non sequitur? <laughs> Oh, ooh, um, the hot tub death in Halloween two. I love that scene, and I know it's basically mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. like a rip off of the scene in Deep Red, but I like it, and it always stuck out to me in that franchise. I do love a hot tub death, and the one mm-hmm. from Valentine, where yes. Denise Richards. That's is, a yeah, great one. Good Graduation stuff. day, the football. Mm-hmm. There's like a there's like a the sword fo- in a football. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but that's like the best part of that movie. I swear. It's, <laughs> Because the movie itself is whatever, but like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. It, He's like, hey, uh, are you gonna give me my ball back? Hey, uh, hey, and then they just like throw it, and there's a sword. He does, he doesn't even see it, and how can a ball fly with with a big hole in it? It needs it needs the air, and yet it just flies through the air, right. lands in his stomach, and he's like, oh no, I'm dying. 
think that's a trick with slashers. Either you have to have like characters like care, care about, or they have to be really campy, or yeah. the deaths just have to be so over the top and ridiculous that like oh, it yeah. keeps me engaged. Like if you don't have one of those things, I feel like I lose interest really fast. But like <laughs> there, there's something there uh, because even something like you know uh, Happy Death Day, like the the deaths are barely there, but I still care about it because I care yeah. about the characters and everything mm-hmm. else. So it's like it, it can work without like elaborate deaths. But yeah. if you're not gonna have characters I care about, then it has to be pretty yeah. over the top for there's, me to there's no stay point. engaged. Yeah. Does I mean, we could be here all day. Sleepwalkers yeah. count with the corn, the corn cob. It's not really a slasher <laughs> movie, but I, I love that death scene. <laughs> What's her line? The vegetables. No vegetables, no dessert. No vegetables, no dessert. I'm like, oh, that's it's a ridiculous. good one. She'll be here all week, folks. Lord. Yes, she will. Um, God, the mutilator one, yeah. has some good ones. Oh, uh, the Kevin Bacon death in Friday the Thirteenth, I think, is great. Yeah, the um, iconic one. Yeah. But Once I, you know how it's done, it's not as well, fun, but still. <laughs> this is the problem with, like, HD now is that, like, you can totally see the makeup job. And I'm like, y'all couldn't yeah. just, like, darken that a bit? Like, not everything has to be super bright, y'all. I've never been as obsessed with knowing how they do things. Like, yeah. you, I'm sure, you know, need to as oh, a you know, filmmaker. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah but, like, I, I'm kind of like, for me, it kind of ruins the magic because I'm like, mm-hmm. I just like to see, how, like, how it looks on screen, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay, one more. The Final Terror okay. has this killer who, like, makes art out of, like, found items and stuff and creates mm-hmm. weapons. And there's a scene in the beginning where this girl's, like, running and she's just found her boyfriend dead. And she, like, goes to this clearing and these tree branches fly out and they're covered with, like, I think it's, like, maybe barbed wire and, like, the tin lids of like soup cans or something and it like slashes her to death i'm like what in the hell is this macgyver shit but it's fascinating i remember it i remember it so it must be good yeah i think um i mentioned this before but like i watched an interview with Wes craven once and he compared slashers to musicals and how every kill is really like a song and it is it's interesting to see like what they do with it and then between the kills is kind of just building up tension and character development and then you get to the actual song and it's releasing you know slash kill and it's it's really interesting kind of which is why i think we like musicals and horror films exactly oh speaking of west craven one more not really a slasher but uh, no whatever uh deadly friend the basketball mm-hmm. kill where she throws the oh, basketball yeah, through the her old head. lady's head <laughs> and explodes and she's just like wandering around without without a head it's oh my god yeah it's so yeah, ridiculous, and I love it. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun. We'll come back and do some oh, yeah. sort of kill like thing like this because we're mainly focused on slashers, but there's other stuff, and we'll, we'll come yeah. back to it. Yeah, it's uh, so it's many good, good ones. Good bunch. All righty, yeah. all right. Let's uh, set the scene here. So we're in the year 2000, technically the late 90s because it was filmed in the late 90s, and we'll get into that. But you know, <laughs> uh, we're still kind of in the tail end of this quippy meta teen slasher boom that Scream kicked off in 1996. Uh, it didn't last very long, but it was really big when it did when it did last. Yeah. Uh, everybody was trying to kind of mimic that style and put their own kind of spin on it, uh, which was nice for, I mean, looking back, because we haven't really had a slasher boom since then. So at least they were still making original slashers and mm-hmm. they weren't all reboots. And uh, yeah, and uh, this was directed by Jeffrey Wright, who hasn't done a whole lot. He had done Romper Stomper, starring Russell Crowe, written by Ken Seldon, who did White Lies and Cruel Justice. This was actually his last writing credit on IMDb anyway, so oh, that's, that's interesting. Kinda sad. Uh, it's kind of sad. Yeah. It was first announced in 1998, I believe, in Variety, and uh, they shot it in 1999 in Virginia around Warrington and Richmond. And uh, I guess there was a lot of tense 
things going on on set. I heard there was a lot of uh, disagreements that were happening. And uh, the 30-day the production schedule kept falling behind, which led to budget issues. And oh. that was a mess. And then, of course, they submitted this to the MPAA. And it's important to note this was immediately following Columbine. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing, too. Uh, the studios were just starting to be like, oh, I don't know if we want to show these you know, gory slashers anymore because we don't want to you know, promote quote-unquote promote violence or whatever right um and the mpa just kept like refusing you know to uh pass this thing through no matter what they did to it so uh, eventually the uh tv studio picked it right it was a usa film usa I network they... yeah 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 i watched it the first night it was on the air and uh because mm-hmm. i was so excited and i wasn't sure like if it was so neutered because it was on tv or what and then it came out on video yeah. like a few months after the, after that i think and i was like i'm so excited it it, it it's the r-rated version it's gonna be crazy and then i was like mm-hmm. oh there's two extra seconds wow they didn't have to cut much out did, did they yeah yeah and unfortunately a lot of that footage has been lost supposedly because yeah. they were they wanted to include it in the blu-ray that screen factory released but mm-hmm. they weren't able to find it i guess yeah. it, I assume it's still out there somewhere. So y'all, if you have any leads, let us know and we'll <laughs> send it to the there. studio. I would love that. Yeah. I I think yeah. I heard something from a, a friend of mine knew the producer of the film and they were told that it was just completely lost. And I was like, no. Because uh, this was, and I think still is, the most expensive television film ever made. Uh, it was made on a budget of $14 million. How? And... Uh, I know. I It's I not know. like a very flashy movie. Like it looks It's really not. It's not like, oh, what a stylish film this is. It's sort of Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it kind of looks like a TV movie. I can't even really imagine it playing in theaters. It doesn't have any big huge names in it either. Um Yeah, I mean, I guess at least for the time. Britney was probably the biggest name, I I guess. I mean, maybe I Yeah, yeah, I guess from from Clueless, I guess. Jesse yeah. Bradford had done some stuff by that point, but even bring it on was like the next year i think right but yeah really there's not i mean candy clark and michael bean were more like you know those like established cult actors yeah so they had names but it it wasn't um it wasn't like oh we're gonna bring in you know russell crowe for this part yeah like it wasn't like a big 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 stars yeah, he, had, he was, of course, known for Terminator and Aliens and all the James Cameron stuff. Reviews kind of mixed. Uh, you know, a lot of critics didn't cover it because it was on TV, but yeah. uh, a little more positive than I would have expected. It has, like, 59% on Rotten Tomatoes with 17 critics. Um, not too bad. It's, a, it's, it's just a... Yeah, not for, for a film like this, I expected mm-hmm. it to actually be a little bit lower just yeah. because it's kind of a polarizing, mm-hmm. weird one. But, yeah. Duh, let's see, Entertainment Weekly gave an A-, minus, and oh, they wrote oh. that it might be the wittiest, most subversive teen thriller since Heathers. Hey. I don't know about that, but I mean, <laughs> that's something. I would stick that on the box. And, that, of course, a lot of comparisons to Scream, which I think makes sense. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, even some of this kind of quippy dialogue seems very Scream-esque, like they're like he's trying to write kind of like Kevin Williamson at times mm-hmm. just with some of the, the comebacks and everything yeah. but that was just the thing for that period you know everybody was trying to to some degree mimic that style because that was what was making money and you know we haven't really had a period like that where it was you know since then but mm-hmm. I don't know what else what else what else uh, released on VHS of course like in double in DVD a double feature with Terror Tract which is also yes, great you had me watch I that last year I, that. I, I, I remember that I remember getting the DVD and Terror Tract was a happy little bonus it's like that period had the exact opposite effect of what I think people expected it to. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't encourage people to 
used less because in a, in a couple of years, you know, you had Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. and Saw, and so it's like it just once the after nine eleven, like all the floodgates just kind of open and they just kind of overlook that completely. So it is kind of uh, strange. It didn't really have the effect you know? to think back on that time because I remember thinking it was such a long time before we got that kind of stuff. And yeah. looking back, it's what like three years, three years, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So really, so I mean, like, wow. Which is good to show censorship, you know, uh, doesn't really. It doesn't work. Work. <laughs> it, it, doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know. Eventually, no, they're gonna be they're gonna rebel against it and make something that's yeah. gonna, you know, ruffle the feathers of the people in charge, and it's gonna happen no matter yeah. what. You can't really censor. Yeah, this film was just unfortunate that it just it came out in the absolute worst time. It you did. know, it was in the the middle of this clusterfuck, and it had production issues on top of that, and uh, but. Uh, a lot of things still work surprisingly it's one of those so. films that despite all the issues that there are things here that work and it'll be fun to kind of dig into it a little bit here but yeah uh, let's dig in yeah. get your spoons right. ready we're getting some cherry garcia falls delicious is that the new <laughs> ben and jerry's yes okay cool it was supposed to be released back in 2000 when the film was but there was controversy yeah. and they said we can't There's have the, we can't have the slasher film ice cream at kroger you yeah. know so um, I will say the Scream Factory Blu-ray release that that cover is one of my favorite all-time favorite covers they've done. I it's pretty love good. The artwork that they did for that one. Yeah, the artwork for for this film has always been a little spotty. I remember that like yeah. the tr- the uh the the poster that they had like they had created a theatrical poster, and I still mm-hmm. to this day don't know what that poster is supposed to be. It's like. I think it might be Brittany Murphy's face, and that's it. Like I think they were trying to do something like Scream, but yeah. it's it doesn't look good. And then like the um, <laughs> the VHS and DVD art, it's just like this like Photoshop hell where it's like Brittany and Jay Moore, I think, is on, and then there's there's like a hand whip with a knife. It's just like that typical like cheap looking thing and. Where did the budget for this movie go? Like you said, I don't, I don't know. know. I really do not like. Did they have like the best catering in the world? Is that what it was? <laughs> was Emerald catering this movie? Maybe. I mean, wh- where did it go? It didn't go to the blood or the or the <laughs> no. you know pyrotechnics or s- something. It's a very you know yeah nor- n- nor- normal film. I mean, most of it takes place in a high school. That's really pretty much the main location. So. Yeah, and it know. sounds like most of the cuts were made in that final sequence. Yeah, with I, them. I mean, I'm almost wondering if they even shot some of that stuff because I remember reading the script, and I think the death of Annette was originally originally totally different. Like it was this brutal mm. thing. I think she like tries to escape through a window, and then like they push her neck on the glass or something, and it was mm. like a whole production. And in in the film, it's like she just gets her head hit twice and then she's just found yeah it gets very chaotic in that final act um, yeah there's like slashing I, but you can't see anything and i did read he, he shot it nude and then they had to cut a lot of that because it was they didn't want to get an x rating yeah because like yeah in the film now you can't really see anyone that's nude like yeah, everyone so seems to have some of... kind of undergarment on yeah so it's like i don't know if that's because of the fact that they had to cut it and made some edits or if it yeah. was just that's the way they shot but I, I, that's i mean again wikipedia who the fuck knows but yeah. you know it says that they, they shot they, it says they shot him nude who knows and the, the score in this is really interesting too it's it has that kind of techno yeah like uh, rave vibe at times which is very 1999 like mm-hmm. matrix kind of vibe and everything yeah there's and like a the, weird kind of like beat it's like 
yeah, do, do, do. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, it's like, calm down. It's I mostly in, like, the chase scenes and I stuff. I feel like here. I'm logging on to AOL. It's, like, it's all exciting. And Me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, Jody, interesting character. We talked about her, but, you know, it's just, like, I like she's, Jody. She's, 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 I like her. She's, she's repressed, but... She brings this nice kind of like vulnerability to this role mm-hmm. too, and, and then and she has a little bit of a bad side later on too. Where I love her I bad side. Too. Me too. Oh, it's so fun that scene. Oh, we'll talk about it. I yeah. mean, it, we'll get um, to it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's let's jump in here. So it's Cherry Falls, Virginia, and it's night mm-hmm. and it's dark, and there's a couple parked on Lava's Lane. I guess that's what it is. I'm not sure. Lava's Lane. Yeah. And it's and they're named Rod and Stacy, and uh, Rod is a big old dork. Um, he's like talking Can about we talk about Rod weird yes. like sci-fi thing. Alien he's like, prose. What is he? Do- he? What is he doing? It seems like he's about ready to start like breaking out some X Files references <laughs> and Animorphs, and I'm like, starts talking about like Xenobulax. I'm like, what the it's fuck like, is this? And is this his idea of foreplay? Because I don't think it would work on yeah. anyone. And uh, yeah. and so he he gets a little fresh, and he kind of puts his hand yeah, down Stacy's pants, and she's like, "Hey, if you want to do that, then um, I'm gonna slap you." And uh, and he's like, "It's cool. Like, let's just keep going." So she scratches him in the face, and she walks outside, and. And he's like, come back in. I'm sorry. Like, let's just take it slow. And and then there's someone behind them parked in a car and they turn on their headlines and move he- headlines, head headlights. Good, good Lord. And um, <laughs> breaking, breaking. And uh, and <laughs> then he's like, is that one of my friends? So he goes out to investigate and he gets to the car door and it's like this lady with like this, this long black hair and she's kind of spooky. And. Mm-hmm. And she pops out and hits him in the head with the car door and starts, like, stabbing him. And these stabbing sounds, I don't know even how they achieve these. They're so weird. It's, like, the weirdest stabbing sounds. It's, like, it's, like, this weird, like, crazy high-pitched stabbing sound. It is nuts. And the way that he is stabbed is odd, too, because he, he... yeah, he's turned around and basically bent over. Yeah. So it's like kind of sexual it's thing a here. Sexual, yeah. And just yeah, stabbed in the back while he's bent over against the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is. And intense. it's like we don't see much, you know. And and no. Stacy's freaking out. She she does the smart thing. She locks all of the doors. Um, but then she starts to hear him like moaning by the door. So she opens the door and he comes in, drenched in blood. And then all of a sudden the killer pops in and like, and 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 she goes out the other door. But they they find her and pin her to a tree. And then like they start like kind of like making out with her a bit. And then it just kind of fades out. And you're like, oh no, what's happening? It's weird. It's a strange opening kill scene. Like yeah. it's not structured like a normal like scream yeah. era sequence it's it it's seems very... pretty cliche at first because it's like oh it's the kids mm-hmm. in the car in the woods you know they're gonna yeah. get killed but then it's like but then it just takes a weird turn and you're like where is this movie going this is odd but to come to think of it doesn't disturbing behavior kind of start similarly yeah, with yeah. The, the car scene so yeah yeah, yeah i think that's that, why kind of... that one in final exam you could say like night of the creeps yeah. kind of has a similar yeah. opening car vibe, yeah. it's that mm-hmm. classic hook story you know pretty yeah, much the just, urban legend yeah. yeah it's true and it's uh true. and then we focus on another car parked in the middle of a suburban street and this is mm-hmm. jody and uh kenny and they're making out Played by gabriel mann from josie and the pussycats that's right that's right he's a much better character in that than he is in oh this. definitely <laughs> yeah most certainly and they're making out and stuff he's got all of his like spiky hair going on 
And uh, it's implied pretty quickly that Jody is a virgin, and he's like, "Are you bothered mm-hmm. by this?" And as you said before, she says her line about, "Yeah, it's right, right up there, right up there with global warming." And he he doesn't like mm-hmm. that line. He's like, "Oh, I think we should start seeing other people. You're such a prude." Oh, and she's like, "Okay, whatever. Like, why are you being an asshole?" And then another car mm-hmm. comes up behind them with their headlights on, and you're like, "Oh shit, another death already." It's been five minutes. Mm-hmm. What the hell? And uh, this is this 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 movie's a bloodbath. And uh, mm-hmm. and it turns out it's just Jody's mom, played by Candy Clark, and she, mm-hmm. the the conversation between the mom and Kenny is so fucking weird. It's like it's so they're flirting with each other. Once again, <laughs> it's a the very horny movie. Everyone's very horny, yeah. and. Right in front of Brittany yeah. Murphy, yeah, where she's just like, "Is this happening? It's Is this like, actually- hey, can I bum bum a smoke?" And 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 he's like, "Sure, hey, by the way, your uh, your headlights are still on." And she's like, "Thank yeah. you." It's so weird. It's, that's, it's like, is this part of the satire, or is this just the way it was shot? Like, I, I, it's, it, yeah. it's just a strange thing. Is yeah. the theme like small town America is just very horny, repressed, and, and yeah. yeah, horny, and yeah. Because it, it's, be. it's odd because almost every character at some point has like a weird like eye fucking scene or like some weird yeah. suggestive dialogue that maybe wasn't intended to be suggested, but the way they were directed has made it suggestive. <laughs> it's really yes, interesting. The, the innuendo of it all. Yeah. And, uh, and, and nobody like uh, Brittany doesn't really you know, Jody doesn't really hold a grudge against her mom for this no, either later on. No. She's kind of just and even. OK, w- OK, we'll get into it. But. This relationship between her and her dad. Is oh yeah, just we'll get to this. Up. Yeah, we'll so get to it, but yeah. <laughs> so she's like, "Hey, uh, mom, is dad at home?" And she looks at the window and she's like, ah, "I think the coast, the coast is clear. Go and sneak in." So she, so she does. Mm-hmm. And when she gets to her room, her dad's just like waiting for her in the room. And her, yeah. her dad is the sheriff, played by Michael Bean, and um, and he's like, "Where have you been? You're grounded." And she's like, "Sixth graders can stay out later than I can," and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a call that there's been a uh, a pair of bodies found the next morning, and he goes and he's mm-hmm. and he sees it's Rod and Stacy and and um and oh notably while he's leaving we get our first daddy from the daddy Jody as she the watches him the leave side. which comes back many times she likes movie. to look out of windows and watch her dad and just goes oh daddy. And I believe this is when – do they know they're virgins at this point? Like immediately? Have they already carved the virgin in? I can't remember. I, th- I, I think feel like they he have knows, a suspicion. Right? Yeah. I think he knows. Yeah. He knows. And um, and, uh, and then, of course, like Jody goes to school and this guy named Timmy, yes. this ridiculous, like wild gay kid. Um, oh, he – this – okay. Played by Kiram Maliki Sanchez who – he always had – he always played the kind of bit gay roles in the late nineties. <laughs> he was in drive me crazy as well. And which is a random like gay character in that. Yeah. And, uh, happy campers, which is a really interesting, like little dark comedy from oh, I think right, the yeah. same year as this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's 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 a lot of fun. He's kind of like a really flamboyant Randy type character. Yeah, you know, he's... wake up, they're dead. They flatlined. They shuffled off to the mortal coil. They croaked and saw their maker. Uh, duh. <laughs> Break up. Wake up. They're dead. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, he's he's like he's a, a a news reporter for I guess like the school newspaper, but he takes his job very very seriously because he's <laughs> like get the scoop. pulling out his like cell phone all the time and like calling people and like I've got the scoop, man. It's like what is what? Mm-hmm. Calm down, girl. Mm-hmm. And um yeah. and he wants her to ask her dad all the deets about you know this murder, 
And yeah. so for the rest of the day, like they're just having classes and talking about like Rod and Stacy and how they're going to miss them and everything. And Jody has this teacher named Mr. What's his name? Like Mr. Merkin or something. I don't know. What's his name? Oh, I wrote it down. Mr. Marlston. 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 Jay Moore, Moore which randomly, is a really random role for him. Yeah, with like a really uh, dorky like haircut, and, yeah. which I like. Yeah, and yeah, he's um, usually more of a com- comedy actor. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and so he's like the kind of nice teacher, and he's trying to get everyone to talk about their feelings mm-hmm. and stuff. But this group, I have to say, is kind of a somewhat insufferable bunch. I mean, the the main guy, the um, oh, what's his name? The kind of like stoner, not Mark, but the, his friend. Is yeah, just kind of a blonde, yeah. He's kind of a dill hole. I mean, he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, they're dead. I don't give a shit. My favorite line is where the the, the one of the girls is like, um, she's like, uh, if I'm if I'm all used up, then why do you try to hook me up nonstop? Like, <laughs> yeah, I find experience attractive. I don't know. It's just like like you said, they're they're all horny and weirdly, even when they don't like each other, there's still like this weird sexual yeah vibe going on. And yeah, I do like the girl who speaks first and is like i feel really bad that one time i (laughs) i I told him that i hope he dies and she starts crying i find that kind of hilarious some of the actors knew what movie they were in and some yeah it seems like it kind of yeah and then um jody's dad comes in and he's like i just want all of y'all to you know know what's happened and stuff he's kind of a dumb dumb because like uh, the teacher references plato and he's like well plato can give all the details he wants when he's the sheriff of this town and i'm like you don't know who plato is and there's like a really awkward lingering on his face there where it's like it should cut cut away but it doesn't. And it just like yeah. lingers there for like 10 seconds. And you're like, okay, cut. Yeah, totally. Cut, please cut. Totally. Like, it's awkward. <laughs> there are some kind of interesting cameos in this. Uh, the Like DJ Wall or DJ Qualls. Yeah, from, yeah. Um, like Road, Road Trip mm-hmm. and the new guy. He doesn't really get anything to do in this, but he's there. And uh, um, Douglas Spain is Mark. And he was in like, but I'm a cheerleader. And That's right. That's um, where I saw him. That's right. Yeah. And uh, and so they go to lunch and they're all talk, talking about it. And Jody's discovered that Kenny is now taking up with this this tramp and her and her friend. I think her name is like Shelly or something like Susan or something. What's it? Sandy, Shelley, I believe. Or <laughs> some, I don't, something with an S. Um, she, says, yeah. she doesn't have a lot to do, um, except she has her yeah. big crush on Mark and like stares at him is, all is the time. The and, uh, like, she thinks Felatio is a character in Shakespeare. I think that's, like, one, that's one of the guys. I think Jody convinces her to go talk talk to Mark, and Mark is such a stoner that like he's just kind of a dumb dumb. And and mm-hmm. she's like, "Hey, Mark, your friend just made a really funny joke. Don't you think it's funny? Like, what are you thinking about?" And he's just like, "I think these ribs rule." <laughs> what is this, this story guy, yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden this big fight break breaks out between this girl annette who we've just met and this yeah. guy who apparently told everyone that she blew him which is a lie and they're all like do you really think that she did it and that's when he says that line that you mentioned about she thinks fa- there we go fellatio is a character in shakespeare and uh <laughs> then later that night someone knocks on annette's door when her parents are gone and they say their name is Laura Lee Sherman, and they're friends of mm-hmm. her parents. And she's like, uh, I'm not supposed to let anybody in. And she's like, well, can you just let me leave a note? And so she opens the door a, a crack, and Laura Lee breaks in and, like, hits her in the head a bunch of times with the door until she passes wow. out. It's, 
it's pretty nasty. Yeah, slam, yeah. slam, slam. It, yeah. It, the, the sound effects are ooh, they're nasty. Yeah, I think that's what it is in this movie. The, yeah. the really striking sound effects mm-hmm. that really sit with you more than it's the actual good. like visuals even. Yeah. And uh, and her parents come home and find blood everywhere, and they look up on the ceiling and they just scream, and you're like, "What's well, happening?" Yeah. It's it's kind of the the Casey very Beckham, much so whatever, whatever yeah. yeah see but yeah the, the mom is just so over the top and and ah! then in yeah. the meantime, um, Joe <laughs> Jody's dad is giving her some uh some pointers about uh how to defend herself and what uh, is it this relationship and it's so like, fucking weird <laughs> the thing that gets me is when like she does that like snarl thing where, yeah. where, like he's like be aggressive and she's like i'm like oh oh this is getting weird and then like they he pretends to be a killer and she blocks him and they fall on top of each other and there's just like this second or two where they're just like staring at each other on the floor and you're like if they make out so help me god (laughs) and then like he gets a phone call that there's been another murder and he goes there and discovers that annette was also a virgin Oh no! Mm. There's a killer mm-hmm. who has this modus operandi, and and so then he goes to the principal of the school, Mr. Sizzler, and Sizzler. I want to also say, once again, every character in this film is very horny because his assistant mm-hmm. lets Jody's dad in, and she she's like, "Hi, Mr. Sizzler. There's uh the sheriff's here." And she has this, like, she's eye-fucking him the entire time. It's so mm-hmm. weird. I'm like, they literally directed everyone, just be horny. Just think about sex all the time. And I kind of like love it. the government has, like, put something in the water of yeah. this town that's making them all super horny 24-7. It's like that John it's... Waters movie, A Dirty Shame, where, like, everyone just, yeah. like, mm-hmm. gets horny mm-hmm. for some reason. And it's mm-hmm. it's really funny. I love it. And um yeah. and so he's like, Yeah, uh, we should probably like do something about this. I think we should have a meeting. And so they schedule schedule this meeting in the school gymnasium. And Jody is staying late after school and talking to Mr. Marlston and uh and it's like she kinda has a little crush on him, it seems like she's quoting like T.S. Eliot and stuff it's like I love his work so much and stuff and then she's like yeah. I think I saw someone behind you in the hallway so they go and they investigate and they go into the cafeteria and we can see that there's this shifty shoe in the corner that they don't see so someone's watching them like oh no they're gonna die and then she goes and she looks at this meeting that's going on for all the parents of the town and scissors all like you cannot tell the parents of the town that they're all virgins because we're going to have a fuck fest yeah. on our hands. We're going to have a goddamn fuck fest <laughs> on our hands. Like, <laughs> it's better than a pile of dead teenagers, exactly. which is ultimately what happens later which on. Which is spoiler, sort but, of yeah. a commentary on why is yes. cinematic violence acceptable and sexuality is not. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at that and layers. It's, it's true. There's, yeah. there's a lot to dig into. Yeah. A, lot, a, lot of, a lot of hymens to dig past. And, uh, <laughs> holy hymens, Batman. They're killing virgins. They're killing virgins. And so uh, Timmy shows up and actually says that line as they yep. watch this thing unfold. And the parents just, like, have this big fight because, like, 
one of yes, the parents this, this bit of dialogue like, is so funny. Is like, what are we supposed to tell our kids? Just like, go have sex, and then like this other parents like, with your daughter, I wouldn't worry about I it. I wouldn't Hank, worry about something. it, Victor. Yeah, it's like, like, I can't lock my daughter up in the basement. Like, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't worry about it, Victor. It's like, what are you talking about? And then they just immediately like have this huge fight, and it's just like yeah. pandemonium. And yeah. Timmy's all like, hey, can I use your phone? Because my battery's dead. And and he, he just like yeah. grabs her phone. It's so rude. And 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 he goes off and talks. To, I guess his like editor or something and he disappears down the hallway and once again J- jody is staring at her dad longingly as this fight breaks out and just goes oh daddy <laughs> again it happens like five times <laughs> in the movie it's it's, daddy. it's a motif yeah i think right before this too was the the scene from the trailer which they cut really weird in the trailer but where she's talking to her dad and her dad's like uh, how far have you gone? Have you gone any further than kissing? And but in the mo- in the uh, in the trailers, they make it seem like he's telling her to go further. But like in this, it's not really what happens. He's like, yeah. "Can you go further than you have?" Like just basically just asking that question. Yeah. But in the trailer, they make it seem like he's saying, he's like, "You need to go further. You need to go telling fuck her someone. to yeah. go fuck somebody." <laughs> yeah, which is not what happens. <laughs> so yeah, she goes and tries to find Timmy, and she goes downstairs. It's really creepy. She goes into the locker room. And all of a sudden she hears the phone ring and she goes to this locker where it's scratched on the door virgin and she opens up the door and there comes her cell phone dropping on the floor because Timmy's dead inside. His throat's been slashed and she freaks out. I gotta say, he's a very convincing corpse. Yes. Like, I believe it. Very I've much seen, so. He's a bad corpse, but he's, he's very good. And he commits to that. What I love about Brittany here is like, she commits to the fear so well. Like she's imme- immediately yeah. like crying. There's like snot coming out of her nose. Like she mm-hmm. just, she goes for the full ugly cry, which I love because a lot yeah. of people don't. Yeah. And she runs to the door. Lorley is at the door with the knife and she's like, Oh no. So they run off down the hall. Lorley is freaking like, running a marathon she is a sprinting yeah. goddess is what she is she's and there's the the, the matrix crazy ass scoring yeah, like, is like playing in the background and the techno is going all over the very place. weird and and yeah. um eventually like she does use the tricks that her dad taught her in that very odd scene mm-hmm. and but it doesn't quite work because then her head gets bashed against a locker and she's kind of out cold and then that, she's he just like kicks her in the butt and she's just <laughs> yeah, like, she's like head goes flying into the locker <laughs> ouch it's crazy and then like lorley drags her into the si- the science lab and tries to like yeah. carve into her leg and she wakes up and kicks her in the head and then jumps up on like a desk and jumps up on like the table and like throws everything at her and then she gets this <laughs> box cut- cutter and cuts this big ass like shark that's like just Fucking randomly shark model this in- is, yeah. <laughs> hanging up and cuts the string and it hits Lorley which sends her into like this big tank which shatters and then she That's just some, runs like, out. Home Alone level oh. fuckery there. Jody's yeah. a badass. I'm like, I'm with she, you, girl. This is. is great. And she runs out, runs into her dad, and it's like, the killer's in there. And of course, by the time yeah. they get there, she's gone. Oh, no. Yeah. And here's when we discover that perhaps her father might know a little something about Miss Lorelei Sherman, because when she starts to describe mm-hmm. what the killer looks like, he starts like getting really sweaty and nervous and and she's like what's going on and he goes and he calls um Mr. Sizzler the principal and is like hey do you remember this Laura Lee Sherman from like 27 years ago and he's like why would i remember her like she left right like she's gone and he's like yeah. no like we did something really bad and she's 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 pissed off and Jody's listening in on the line and of course the dad's like are you listening on me and she's like i'm just trying to 
get a line out to call mom and, and stuff. And then her friend comes, Sandy, I believe, right? And she's like, guess what? They're planning a party. It's like, it's going to be Hyman Holocaust. It's like, we're going to get our cherries popped and stuff. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be at the lodge. And it's t- tonight. You have to come. Because if you, if if you don't, Kenny will have sex with that slut and all this stuff. It's like the the, the scene from Carrie the musical where they're just like, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's gonna be a night we'll, we'll never, never forget. forget. And uh, and so then her mom shows up and she's like, don't go to school, just come back home. And she's like, no, I really want 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 to go to school. So they go to school and there's this big memorial thing for all the the peeps people that have died and then immediately when they see that jody's back they just charge at at her and are like jody we love you (laughs) it's like this crazy mob (laughs) and then kenny's there too kenny shows up and pulls her out of the mob and is like it took this long to realize that like i love you and like we should be together and stuff it's so stupid Oh, like, really? he's such a fuckboy. Yeah, it's so like, dumb. Just, just let him go. You can do better than that, Brittany. Exactly. It's, it's, it's and, um, Jody, sorry. And then, like, you know, uh, there's this big pep talk by one <laughs> of the girls on the bleachers where she's, like, <laughs> talking about, like, what to do during sex and stuff. She describes, she's like, oh, somebody asked, like, what about clitoral or vaginal orgasm? And she's like, unless we're talking about <laughs> masturbation, forget, forget it. it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably true. I mean, from yeah. what I've been told, straight guys not so great about finding that clitoris. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's yeah. like you're probably not going to have a good time. Just go ahead and get yeah. it all out of the way. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a great scene. And then, like, all the guys yeah. are just, like, smoking. And they're like, I I heard that uh, women have three holes and not two. <laughs> it's like, what? And it's like, well, just get a blowjob because then that's just like only one hole, right? Like, it's, they're just so <laughs> stupid. And yeah. then there's like a camera crew there from the news and school's out and they just go crazy. The name of our month. Yeah. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> and Ta-da. everybody just goes nuts and, and they're coming down, you know, the halls and the steps of the school and they're like rocking the news vans and stuff and. Yeah. And where's Gail Weathers? Though? Exactly. She's not on the case. Gail so. would be so good in this. She would get the scoop. Yeah. She would know what to do. Yeah. And Jody goes back home and her mom has baked cookies. I love the fact that like she she baked this batch and they're like totally burnt to a crisp. <laughs> and mm-hmm. she and she's like, sweetie, don't do that. And she's like, no, they're good. And it's like, well, let 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 me get you a glass of water. And, and she pours this glass of water for Jody. And Jody's like, have you heard about Laura Lee Sherman? And immediately her mm. mom's like, mm, no, why do you ask? Yeah. Hmm. And she starts to drink the glass of water that she poured for J- Jody. <laughs> it doesn't ring any bells, actually. <laughs> like, yeah. no, lived her my whole life, doesn't, uh, don't remember her. And so Jody's like sketchy. And so she sneaks out and goes for a library research montage. A library research montage. With the a microphone. You know. and Yes. And and she finds this news article about Lorley Sherman, and she's like, "Oh my God, she's yeah. real. That does look like the person that attacked me." You know, she's 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 mm-hmm. got this long black hair and this gray streak in it and stuff. And then she's like um, a mixture of Samara and yeah. like Rogue from X Men, mm-hmm. and yeah. 
And so um, her mom pops out and is like, what are you doing here? Like, you need to be home. And, and she's like, tell me about Laura Lee Sherman. Tell me. It's, and, it's uh, so melodramatic. It's so good, though. And then they sit down and uh, she has herself a little cigarette in the library. Um, I think even in yeah. 2000, this was not a thing, right? Like, is, is she supposed to be smoking in there? I feel like we were already past it. that, in a, right? In a library, <laughs> yeah. anyway. Yeah. Because I, I think there were still, like, smoking sections in yeah. some places, but not in, like, <laughs> not a library. library. That, that's a hazard for the books. <laughs> that's a hazard. And uh, and she tells her like, yeah, there was this girl. She was kind of a nerd. Like no one really liked her. And she accused a few guys of raping her back in the day. And two of them left town. So they don't really matter. And the other one was Mr. Sizzler, the principal. And she's like, who was the other one? And she's like, your father. And (sighs) she's like, what? And he's like, well, he he was drunk and his friends made him do it. And he feels bad about it and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and in the meantime, her father is going on a little field trip to Laura Lee Sherman's place of residence, at least the last one that was listed. And it's like mm-hmm. this dilapidated shack. It looks like the house from oh, Texas it's... Chainsaw. Yeah, mixed with like Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, it's, it's like this creepy. cracked den with a baby, a baby crib in the yeah. bottom. And it's like, what's, it's what's weird. happening here? And like someone's watching him from from inside the house and we, we never find out yes. if that's Laura Lee or just like a vagrant or maybe the killer yeah. themselves. And then he goes to Mr. Sizzler and tries to tell him everything. And that's when he discovers that he's, he's been, been killed and he's had not virgin scratched not on his virgin. head. <laughs> Very clever turn of phrase there. Right. Yeah. And then Lorley or whoever grabs a a tro- trophy and knocks him out. At the same time, uh, Jody has been trying to seduce Kenny with her foot fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. She's bite like, it, bite it harder. She's like, harder. She, you know, she is expressing her sexual needs, and he is not being yes. very appreciative of this. He is it seems not like this is what happens a safe with- space for her from what I understand with teenage straight boys, we're like, they think they want like a woman yes. who's assertive, but then when you actually get a woman who's assertive, yeah. they have no idea how to approach that. Because, they're really like, threatened by that. You know? She's all about it. Like, she's just like, fuck me now. It's cool. Like, she's like, take, yeah. taking off her shirt. She's like, sticking her yeah. toes in his mouth. Yeah. And he's just like, what's wrong with you? You're like, really aggressive. Oh my, I'm scared. I'm going to pee my pants. I think this should, this should be special. <laughs> like, and so she's yeah. like, okay, well, uh, I guess this isn't going to work out. So then she heads to mm-hmm. Mr. Marlston's house. And he's yep. moving this big ass trunk into his basement, and she's like, "What's in there?" And he's like, "Your dad." And she's like, "Ha ha ha!" It's like, "No, really, your dad." And, no, really, and your dad. She opens it up, and sure enough, it's her dad. And it's her father, Mister Marlson. Just like punches, punches her in the face, and she, and she, and she's out, you know. Yeah. And of course, yeah. the party is starting at the at the lodge, and everyone's Again, getting this ready, is and very scream esque. Yeah, it's like the entire. Th- the entire third act, mm-hmm. third act is at this party, right? But see, they've got some cops there, so you would think, okay, well, it's yeah. going to be under con- control because cops know what they're doing, right? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Dewey was so effective at the, the screen party, right? <laughs> yeah, he, he really saved an awful lot of lives. Um, and uh, and so then Jody wakes up and she's like chained to this chair, and so is her dad. And Mister yeah. Marlston is basically telling them the whole story about how he was conceived because he is Laura Lee Sherman's child that she got from the encounter with um, her father back in the day. Yes. And so he is her 
half brother. Oh, half brother. And look, it's one of those things where I don't think we're really qualified to talk about this too much. But if we don't address it, I feel bad too. So yes, this the trans killer trope ness of this all right is yeah. problematic. I mean, there yeah. are more people who are qualified to talk about this. Yeah, I, I think it's 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 not really our place. So, but but um, at the same time, I feel like if we don't at least address it in the episode, yeah. then we're gonna get flack for that. Maybe so. yeah. So, so there we dress. We talked about it, okay. And uh, yeah, so he explains everything, and uh, turns out that is the th- that's what happened. You know, they gave her some booze. They were all drunk, and they basically gang raped her. And you know, she had this kid, hated the kid, of course, beat the kid because yeah. you know it, it reminded her of what happened. Um, it's a very yeah. sad and, story. And the way the way he acts in some of this, some of these scenes is, I think does play up some things like when kenny comes to the door and he's still kind of acting kind of feminine oh that he, that bit, like, yeah why are you wearing lipstick and he's like because it makes me feel pretty and it's yeah. like eh. and then yeah because kenny comes to the door tries to save the day does doesn't really work and um then he ends up chopping up jody's dad as kenny saves yeah. jody and they run out yeah and they go to the party, and they try to alert the cops, and the cops are like, Jody, what are you doing here? And then she's like, um, so Mr. Marlson's the killer, he killed my dad, and, and, and she, she's like, we have to leave, and he's like, this is my post, I can't just split, and then (laughs) an, uh, 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 an axe comes out of nowhere and splits his head in, in half, I assume, we don't see it, splatters Jody with some blood, and they're, and they're off into the party to try to warn everybody, but of course everyone's in the middle of having sex, (laughs) And they're all like, Mr. Marlston's the killer. Run. And, of course, he comes in and does that stupid. It's like class dismissed. That's so cheesy. But, you know, whatever. Like before that happened, and they they would they would cut to them, like, occasionally trying to have sex. And it's yeah. just so ridiculous because nobody knows how so to do awkward. it. And, like, yeah. People are trying to stick their tongue all over. And, like, just what is happening here? So ridiculous. But, yeah, yeah, he and, arrives. Uh, and then everything just goes pandem- pandemonium. And yeah, he's got a knife. Out. He's not afraid to use it. He's just sl- sl- slashing through everybody. They all try yep. to get out from the staircase, which makes this big, like, mosh pit. And, like, traps in the deputy. The deputy. I want to talk about her because she also likes mm. to eye-fuck eye Jody a lot. I'm assuming <laughs> she is a little lesbianic, maybe? Yes. Perhaps? L- lesbian. Lesbianist. Lesbianist. Here. She might be into Jody, maybe? Yes. A friend of Ellen or because whoever is non-problematic. Who's non-problematic these days? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Friend of Portia. Uh-huh. I don't know. She's, she seems less problematic. I, guess, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> doesn't have the same ring to it, but okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so she's like pinned into this mosh, mosh pit. She's got like blood coming out, out, out of her mouth. And there's a big showdown between Jody and... And Mr. Marlston and Kenny and Kenny gets slashed in the in the chest. And then Mr. Mar- Marlston just like stares at Jody for a long time. And there's this weird like it's like it goes slow mo. And then he just charges at at her. She like finds a way to get him to like fall off the roof. And then he falls off the roof and impales himself on like the spikes on the uh, the stairwell on the porch. Yeah. Yeah. She. She, she kind of hurls him off. Yeah. Like she, yeah. Finds a way to just like get him out the window and onto the fence. And yeah. then like everybody looks at the corpse and, and I, th- I think, I think it's Mark. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mark. He goes up and like takes off the wig and is like, Mr. Marlston, man. Whoa. And then he pops yeah. back, back, 
back up and like grabs Mark Mark's head and the lesbian deputy comes out and shoots him with two guns so that his hand is like shot off. And then so he's dead and it just pans across all these teens is like splattered with blood. And then you see Mark and he has Mr. Marlston's severed hand on on his head. (laughs) It's It's really funny. (laughs) It is. And then it just like fades to like a few days later and Jody's talk talking to the FBI and they're all like, yeah. so you don't know why Mr. Marlson would do this or like why he would kill your dad and Mr. Sizzler. Yeah. And she's like, no. And I'm like, why are you protecting them still? Like, just go ahead and say it. Like, you know, like what's going to be earned? And they talk from... about how this all happened in West Virginia, which I believe yeah. because West Virginia is just a uh, a giant pinhole, basically. Yeah. I've <laughs> driven through there many times. And, uh, oh, it's so scary. It's like a horror film in itself. Yeah, it's. But doesn't Lorley live in West Virginia? Does, I think that's, does yeah, he, like, drive there? I'm like, he has a lot of free yeah. time on his hands to go driving over to another he state. Really does. And uh, I don't know. And then so she walks out with her mom, and she sees someone who looks a lot like Laura Lee, over by like the little coffee shop. And then a bus passes by, and she's gone. And she's like, "Oh, interesting. Could yeah. it be the real Laura Lee finally getting her own revenge? Perhaps. Maybe. We never had a Cherry Falls two to find out. We never had a Cherry never Falls did. two. We we did, however, get the iconic shot of the. <laughs> The falls actually falls going actually red, at the red. End, right? It's a bit on the nose, <laughs> like, but it looks we cool. We need that. Yeah, it wasn't necessary. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, it's a uh, takes a lot of chances and uh, does yes. some weird things that you don't see in some of the movies from this era or yeah. ever. And uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, that's, it's, that's it's interesting. True. Yeah. And, uh, uh, this the very very horny movie, like you said, mm-hmm. and all these kids are wanting to hook up but they don't really under, seem to understand what that means or what it entails or um and the double kind of pun with the the title of just like the name of the town but also like you know your cherry and <laughs> I, I just pick like picture like a period because you know cherry falls but mm-hmm. i don't know uh maybe so yeah just it's, it's a very visceral kind of movie you know there's yeah. there's constantly things happening it goes by pretty quickly it, like the pacing's it, pretty good yeah 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 uh, I mean, it, it, last it, act is a little, it kind of drags a bit place, yeah. like when her dad goes to Laura, Laura Lee's house because nothing actually happens mm-hmm. at the house, really. He just kind of sees, yeah, okay, well, true. she must have had a baby at some point, I guess. True. That's really all true. we learn, which we basically learn that, you know, in the killer monologue at the end. So it's like. It's it's kind of the same with the library research sequences. Like, yeah. even though I always love a library research yeah. sequence, is it really necessary? Because the mom immediately after tells her, yeah. like, and she could have just had that same conversation when they were talking in the kitchen. Exactly. Yeah, it was a fun one to revisit. I, it's one that we talked about before we started recording that um, I think our opinions change a little bit mm-hmm. every time. For me, every time I watch it, I feel like it changes a little yeah. bit. And this time I was very positive for the most part. I mean, just for being so weird, I guess, and taking some weird choices. And uh, yeah. I mean, I know that I would still like to see someday if they ever find that footage. I, I doubt it, but well, who knows? Stranger things have happened. I mean, I never thought we would see... They found that Friday see, the 13th uh, footage. Friday yeah. the 13th Part 2 and uh, My Bloody Valentine. Valentine, yep. which was around yep. the same time, so maybe it's... I think maybe the problem is it got lost in the shuffle. I think it was made by one company and then it was dis- distributed by someone else, so maybe it sh- it mm. changed hands so they don't know where it, it would be in the vaults. So let us know, y'all, if you have any leads on where that footage is, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll get it to the right people. Who has the footage? Who has it? Yeah. Uh, we'll see if we ever get a... <laughs> I don't know how you would reboot this, but... I think it would we'll be... Po- this would be a film that would probably benefit from one, actually. 
It could. I think it would uh, work. I mean, yeah. they they would have to change some some stuff. The the sort of killer and drag wouldn't probably fly these days. And uh, probably and and yeah, and, and like people are so are repressed weirdly, now about sex. Yeah, that now I don't, like even more so than they yeah, were then. Just kind of shocking. So, I don't you know. know. Yeah, so I don't know how you could do something but maybe they could find something to do with it i don't know do we have some overlooked gems this week um yeah i was gonna mention the pool because of um the actress who's also in this as as well um Mm -hmm. which uh like you said i think it's available on youtube these days because i think the dvd went out of print it was one of those films that i think i think it was like a german co-production with something but it's like the cast is very international like there's german actors american actors irish actors australian actors it's like the un it's lovely it's Um, because they said it at an international exactly which is very classy prague i think yes prague prague yeah and uh and it's about this party this like graduation party in this big indoor pool and this killer comes in and and wants to play some slip and slide and uh people Mm -hmm. start dying and some of the people that start to die are james mcavoy and isla fisher in some of their first roles i believe and it's interesting Mm -hmm. to watch Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not like an amazing movie, but there's a lot of really cool scenes. It's very well shot and yeah, it's, it's kind of ex- it's solid. exciting I, at times. And I like it. I put it out for a long time for some reason because I thought it was in German. Mm-hmm. Like it's because if I look at the Wikipedia page, it's like swimming pool, dare taught, fire meat. <laughs> and it was just, and it was hard to track down because it wasn't on any streaming service. And yeah. I was like, I, I'm not a big blind buy person. So, right. and then I, I finally saw it on YouTube and I was like, I guess I'll check it out. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fun. It's, it's fun. Um, it's pretty fun. Yeah. I would do the Boneyard from 1991. Oh, I, I love that just, one. Just kind of in my head recently. Uh, horror comedy esque. Uh, let's see. It plunges into the nightmare experiences of this portly, depressed psychic played by Deborah Rose. She's fantastic in this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, whose involvement in a grisly child murder case leads her and her detective partner, played by Ed Nelson, to an imposing fortress like mortuary where these three mummified corpses awaken to wreak havoc. Uh, it's just nuts. It's, it's crazy like movie. It, it's got a lot of like great isolation vibes like they're stuck in this mortuary and they keep getting locked in different rooms and um a great unconventional lead here with deborah rose that's what i love um, you know, about she, it she's, yeah she's yeah and she's she just she's fabulous and uh um and oh, phyllis, phyllis diller, diller shows up phyllis yeah. Diller, yeah. with her dog it's like oh it's so random yeah. oh it, yeah yeah it's like i, I guess i don't want to spoil too much but it, the just the practical effects are insane so in it and uh, some of the monsters that they fight are just like just so iconic and uh it's got a lot of kind of evil dead vibes is tonally like it's um just got a little slapstick but not too much like mm-hmm. i would say it's closer to like the first evil dead where it's yeah. still like trying to kind of be horror-esque mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen it or it's been a while um i hadn't seen it in many years and i revisited it as a midnight movie recently and i was like this is pretty fun pretty like good one. time it'd be a good one to pull out around halloween definitely it's got the nice kind of uh, mortuary setting and everything yes yeah. It's a good pick. I like that oh. one. Um, as always, you know, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at H-O-H-H Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Homos Unhaunted Hill. You can follow us on Letterboxd. You can leave us a review on iTunes. Please be friendly. We appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, we're on Patreon, homo- mm-hmm. uh, patreon.com slash Homos Unhaunted Hill. We are literally all over the place. We are. You, you can't get away from us. We're stalking you at night, and, uh, yeah. We're like Jody's mom falling into the library and uh, Can I bum a watching smoke? you read those books. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't actually talk like that. I just thought it would be fun. I, don't I want a version of this movie from her perspective. And yes. What she's been doing the whole movie and everything. I mean, Candy Clark is still out there working and she looks the exact same. I feel like, I feel like they could Perfect. pull it off. So yeah, I would see that. We movie. have the technology, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And bring like Brittany Murphy dedicate. back with like you know CGI. <laughs> CGI. CGI Brittany. It's so weird that they do that these days. Like it's usually creepy. it's not like a full role, but it's still creepy. They did it for Carrie Fisher in one of the oh, Star Wars movies. I'm so like, this spooky. is fucking bizarre. I don't like, like yeah. it. It, it kind of makes my no. skin crawl. Yeah. Because it's going get, to get to the point where it's like, is anyone going to actually die? Like, if they can just bring them yeah. back and just, like... And then, like, with the am way... Am I going to be watching... Yeah. These, like, deep, fake things are, like, where yeah. they stick mm. people's heads on other people's bodies and, like, make them look yeah. like they're ta- talking and stuff. I'm like, that. Mm-hmm. we're going to get in so much trouble with that shit. Eventually, like... Oh, so much. Like, they're going to have a politician that, like, has a big sex scandal because they yep. pasted their head on someone else's body or something. And, like, here's their sex tape. It's like, And it's not actually yep. them, but it just looks real. We, it's true. We uh, already have so much false information. Yeah. And now both sides are going to be able to make their own, like, propaganda with people, so like, scared. doing this shit. Yeah, it's, it's, it's scary. It's creepy. But, uh, we'll see how things... I don't know how they go. Yeah. We'll find out. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Again, real life is always going to be a scarier movie than anything we cover and That's talk about. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so uh, study hard, and uh, the exam starts at about 3 p.m., so make sure you bring your number two pencils. And uh, yeah. Make sure your cherry's been freshly popped. <laughs> make sure. <laughs> I hear they have machines that do it now, so you can really those up and uh, yeah, maybe hire a tutor. Uh, they'll help out a little bit. And uh... oh god. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll we'll see you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.